I'm here right now in front of a bunch of trees that have changed color from red to orange to yellow. It's the perfect sign of fall. It's also a sign of when Cholent starts entering our kitchens. And boy, have we been getting emails from all of you. For example, I have one email from Mary who wrote, I found you both by accident one day and I've been watching ever since. I love your recipes and your shows. I converted to Judaism almost 10 years ago and don't have any heirloom recipes, but oi, what a cookbook collection. So I can't tell if things come out right or not. Your shows have helped me so much. What great tutorials for those of us who don't cook often, have never cooked, or have never made these type of recipes. I've been able to blend my heritage and my chosen religion to make some unusual and very interesting holiday celebrations. There are so many recipes I want to try. I made your baked fish and it was very good. I want to try jelly jammies next. Can you help me make cholent? Thanks and keep up the wonderful work you're both doing. And then we have John who writes, would you do a video of making cholent? I realize you have to do some editing because it takes so long to make, but I'd love to see your method. Thank you. Well, John, you're right. It does take a lot of editing. It's going to take a long time to make this cholent, but Bubby's up to the challenge. Today, cholent on Feed Me Bubby. When I need some good kosher food, there's only three words I need to know. Feed me Bubby. Cholent. Cholent is a slow cooking stew basically with a heavy type gravy and it is very tasty and the aroma is very good and the reason why cholent is so important in, for the Jewish people is that it was put on the stove Friday afternoon and it stayed on top of the stove the whole day until lunchtime after the Sabbath services because we're not allowed to cook on the Sabbath and it consisted most and actually all over the world and today there's gourmet cholent and there's vegetarian cholent and there's sweet cholent and you name it in other words if you have a good beef stew recipe you can that you can make cholent too just have it cooked very slowly and simmer all practically 10 to 12 hours plus. There are three ways that you can make a cholent. Some people believe that it should be only made on top of the stove, on top of a blech. And the blech is a plain metal, a uh, piece of heavy metal where you put the part, this is the blech, where you put the part on one of the burners on practically warm and it stays there after it's been all three quarters cooked Friday afternoon and let it stay like that the whole day with a tight cover in a tight and a thick pot like aluminum clubware. The other way is to put it in a heavy pot, cover tightly and put it in the oven 
after it's cooked three-fourths of the way in the oven at 200 degrees. And the third way, which is very up-to-date, is a slow cooker, where you can place everything partially cooked, leave it in the slow cooker, and leave it stay there all day until Saturday after Saturday service is lunchtime. Okay? And so today we're having the basic challenge. Let's begin. I have my beans and barley mixed in one bowl. And I'm going to give them a quick rinse to make sure that everything is clean. Just give a little swish, pour the water out. And now I'm ready to put my chowin together for the beginning. I've rinsed my beans and now I'm ready to assemble my chowin. First thing is to take my heavy pot and put on medium high so that I can saute my onions and the meat. Two tea, I like to start off with two teaspoons of vegetable oil. Then add my rough chopped one medium onion. Give it a little stir. Oh, maybe about one or two minutes. So, and then I like to use I like to use stew beef in chunks. It's a lean meat, and you have to cook it a long time. And today everybody's watching the calories and fat. So this way the chunks is a healthy chunks. It has your protein, the beans, and a little bit of meat. Oh, about a pound of beef stew beef. And let, let it saute until the meat changes its color. See how it's changing its color? When you see that they're all the pieces that change its color, then we'll add the beans. After a few minutes of sauteing the meat and the onions, I'm ready to add my beans. And my barley. Give it a good stir. And I have to add, oh, maybe three quarters of a pot of water because the beans are going to expand while cooking. And this is where we have to watch very carefully. I think that's about enough water. Put it on, put your burner on high until it comes to a boil. It has come to a full boil. Put the cover on and adjust your heat to low. Put the cover on and let it cook slowly for an hour. And then after the hour, I will add my potatoes and my seasonings. And now it's time for the Yiddish word of the day. Bubby, what's today's Yiddish word? Well, you know, Avram, 
today I thought I would give a sort of a phrase. It's sort of a slang phrase, but, well, you know, I'm a bubby. So it's the Yiddish phrase of the day? I would say sort of a, yeah, and the phrase is hakachainik, and it means you talk too much. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes so, I talk too much. But, but does, isn't chainik mean something else? I remember. Literally, it means chop a tea kettle. Chop a tea chop, kettle? Chop, chop up a tea kettle. A tea kettle. But it's a slang phrase, and it's, it's used quite often. And it means, you hack a chainik. You talk too much. So that's like street talk. Yeah, you know, you, you talk, you forget when to, to, when to stop talking, and it's of no great importance. You hack a chinik. Well, I, I want to hack a chinik uh, about something, actually, right now, about this great thing that, that's taking place. We're going to be part of a documentary. Well, that, well, <laughs> you talk about it, but that's, that's reality. That's happening, that's happening on PBS. Yeah. And it is called Digital Nation, and it's going to air winter 2010. So we're all really excited that this is going to be coming out. There is a sample video that is available right now on the website for pbsdigitalnation.org. If you want a direct link, if you go onto the press section of our own website, phoebebubby.com, and you type in the search box PBS, you'll find a direct link where you can actually leave a comment about this, this clip that is a rough cut right now, but can you believe it? We're going to be part of a documentary. And Adam, can I say something? <laughs> yeah, say it, please. You know, the, the comments, make sure you punch in that, the comments. It brought tears to my eyes. Some of these comments are so, oh, they really touched, you, touched me deeply. Make sure, watch the video, but make sure and read the comments. And the only reason why we were able to do that is thank you to your support. If it wasn't for all of you out there, just going and supporting us every step of the way. I mean, naming all this thing, ABC World News. We appreciate it. Wall Street Journal, New York Post. We have a wonderful following, and thank you all. It has given us more courage to try and do more, make more videos. And, and there is, every day there's some, a new interview or something new coming up, and I'm surprised. It's really exciting. Thank you. We'll be right back. I'm a blogger, a tweeter, a citizen of Facebook, and a resident of Second Life. My five-year-old daughter picked up my iPhone as soon as she lost her pacifier. You're going to war for 12 hours. And then at the end of the day, you're at the dinner table talking to your kids about their homework. I don't feel like there's any distinction between the cyber and the real. This is virtual reality. Here we are. children cook for about an hour and the dried beans and the barley absorbed most of the water and so now I'm going to add my seasonings and my potatoes and let it simmer for maybe four or five hours very slowly so that little by little it will enhance the flavor and get a nice coloring and flavor. First, I'll add a quarter teaspoon of garlic powder. And then, I like to add two tablespoons of ketchup. That will help for color, and it adds a little flavor as well. 
and I found that where I'm not using a lot of meat or fatty meat, that I like to use a bouillon cube. Beef, a beef bouillon cube. If you're making a vegetarian, use a little vegetarian cube. And I try to crush it a little bit. Place that in, give it a stir. Finally, six small potatoes, or if they're large, cut in quarters. Give it a stir. Add more water, because this is going to cook a long time, and it's going to absorb the water. Place the cover on. And let it cook for four or five hours. This is a quick cholent. Normally, at this stage, you would put it in the oven at 200 degrees or on a black that metal plate and put it on very low and let it simmer until Saturday lunchtime, the Sabbath lunchtime. I like to serve my cholent family style. Bring the bowl to the table and let everyone help themselves. And along with cholent, I find that Pickles are a good uh, suggestion. Pickles go along with it. And for dessert, I like a fresh fruit and maybe soda or iced tea because the chowd is a heavy meal. It's an ideal meal for the winter. Oh, I have to tell you a little story that goes along with my chowd. Because every time I serve it, it brings back memories of a story my mother told us. She grew up in a small town in the Ukraine in Russia. And all the family, the aunts and uncles and cousins, lived very close by. And on Saturday, they all went to show to the synagogue together for services. And they never locked their doors. And as you walk through the street, the aroma of the cholent was coming from every house. And it really built up an appetite. So that after Saturday services, everyone went home. Well, once, and had their lunch. Well, one Saturday, one aunt and uncle came home with their children. And they ran out yelling, oh, our cholent pot is empty. Someone ate up that whole cholent. Well, they couldn't believe it. Everybody was in the synagogue. Who could have done something like that? Well, that passed. Two weeks later, it happened to another aunt and uncle and family. Oh, my. Look at this, an empty cholent pot. My goodness, who would do a thing like that? So finally, they decided, my uncle, one of her uncles decided, well, you know what? I'm gonna stand in the back of the synagogue and watch who goes out. Sure enough, it came to about 11 o'clock. Who should be walking out but one of my mother's first cousins, a young boy, I guess was 12 or 13 years old. And her uncle followed him. And he went into one of the houses and ate up the whole cholent fast and before you know it walked back to the synagogue so that he could walk home with his family and we used to we laughed so much because it reminded us of the story of Goldilocks and the three bears and it's, it's kind of a cute story and you know the funny part of it is that this cousin when he came to America even as an adult when he went to eat in a restaurant or whatever, he always ordered a double portion. He had an enormous appetite. And I guess everyone has someone in the family. This is a fam kind of a family story that we all enjoy hearing over and over again.
Try making my chocolate. Es gesundere. Enjoy. Hi, Bobby and Aram. Uh, this is Bruce from Long Island, and I appreciate uh, all the videos you put out. Thank you very much. This podcast is part of the Blueberry Network, where listeners and podcasters come together. Blueberry.com We're here right now behind the scenes at the Digital Nation and Boston Globe photo shoot. And in honor of that, we're actually going to go and give you a sneak peek at our peppered steak. So first of all, just want to let you know, just so that you believe me that this is happening. Here we've got Boston Globe right over here. And Bubby, would you like to go and actually tell us a little bit more about yes. this peppered steak? Give us a little sneak peek. Well. I've got a lot of requests. What am I going to serve young children? And so this peppered steak is made with ketchup and everyone likes it. So this is kind of a, a preview and the video will have all the details. So here is my peppered steak. See the, uh, uh, the peppers? I have yellow and red, but you can use any color. The steak, put it over the rice and you have a delicious meal. Watch for our video with all the details. And make sure to watch Digital Nation, it's coming up on Groundhog's Day. Check your local listings on PBS. I can't wait for the peppered steak. It's coming. <laughs> Take a look. They're all good. Well, it's because you're in it. So, oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. <laughs>